Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Exclusive from ZambianTunes.com gentlemen again this is yet another hour of the news radio show broadcasting live from the great state of indiana i'm your host noah and lovu the association president for the indiana chapter and also the the news president welcome welcome to another segment uh, which is a continuation from last week's segment last week we were talking to the association leadership in the great sunshine state of florida and we had a lot of uh, engagement participation and a lot of people were actually very happy that we had that show so this is why we are actually having a continuation of the same show so again this is your host noah from the great state of indiana it's exactly 203 in the hoosier state you were just listening to a piece by Chester, I think this came out recently, uh, maybe 2018, 2019. That's the first time I actually listened to the song. I like that piece. That's why I say, oh, let's go with Chester. Last week we were listening to uh, uh, B1, uh, Kwa Georgi. Kwa Georgi is another classic uh, Zambian song. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Zandu's radio show. We'll be talking to the leadership of the Sunshine State. This is President Charles Wembia and Tim. So I know he communicated earlier to me that he'll be joined by the Secretary General. This is Mr. Mwansawalia. And also, I think Mr. Charles Mukoka is part of the, the leadership there. We'll get to find out a little bit about Mr. Mukoka. Last week, we had the Vice President, um, Madam 
Rachel Banda. And to, this afternoon, she's not joining us. So, and also we have another, uh, uh, I think this is also one of the representatives from the, the executive team there. I think it's a very Kabala. Uh, so we'll be listening to uh, the leadership there. They will be uh, explaining, discussing uh, issues to do with the insurance there in the state of uh, Florida. We'll also talk a little bit about the membership and also how we can engage the people in, to be a little bit more active on the on the various platforms that the association has there. So without further ado, let me uh, say hi to my guest, the president. So, uh, President Wembia, welcome back to our show. Uh, thank you so much, President Noah. Uh, it's a pleasure to be in this show, uh, on, on this show again, once again, in a space of seven days. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, it shows that at least there is a lot of interest and people want to discuss and want to learn more. So we are very uh, actually happy for, for you guys to accord us the second uh, chance to get to learn about your association and what you guys are doing. So at this time, I'll go ahead and welcome Mr. Mwasawembia. Mwasawembia. You know these Bemba names, these chaps from... Uh, <laughs> the wrong side of the country, they have similar names. So I think we need to discuss. So if I call Wembia, Wadia, I think just understand, when we, the wise people who come from the East, we know how to name people. Unfortunately, I heard there's a person who was named COVID-19 Banda. So that's very discouraging. But at this point, we'll go ahead and welcome Mr. Mr. Wadia, Mwansa. Welcome to our show. Uh, thank you, President No, and I'm very grateful that uh, we have given you a chance to uh, again explore our initiative and our, you know, intentions of the uh, the association. Thank you very much. Oh, great, great. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Wembia, how how is the Sunshine State on this beautiful uh, Sunday afternoon? Ah, uh, it's uh, it, it's pretty. Uh, it's been on and off. You know, Florida weather is bipolar. You have sun, the next minute it will be raining. Then five minutes later it will be sunny again. So <laughs> even, the, yeah, so, but it's pretty out there. And um, we've had rainy weather recently, but um, still, like I said, it changes. Yesterday they still managed to launch the, the spacecraft into space. Which was delayed oh, oh. a few days ago, yeah, because of oh, the weather. Good. It was, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but overall, it's good. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Yeah. So again, we are talking to the leadership in the Sunshine State. This is President Charles Wembia, and uh, so far, I've seen Mwan Sabwalia is on the line, and we are waiting for Mr. Mukuka, Charles Mukuka, and also uh, Kalaba. So. Uh, I'm just checking on my end here. So these two haven't joined us yet. So in, in continuation from last week, my, Mr. President, uh, in terms of um, insurance, because we know, I think most of our associations, they tend to suffer from lack of participation, especially or engagement in these insurance initiatives. So I know here in the state of Indiana we have the uh, we have a group under Madison Life in Zambia, and also there is another group. I think the people in uh, Washington State, California, and I think recently uh, Chicago, Illinois, they subscribed to I think it's a cultural insurance group, and I think there are also other parts and other states there. They are trying to. Uh, encourage our people to to sign up at least uh, either through work or through uh, outside work companies to just have some sort of insurance plan because nobody wants to to die, but unfortunately it's sort of part of life. So in terms of insurance, can you speak a little bit about what the association is doing to encourage people to be? having this insurance final, uh, 
final plans uh, for I mean for the end of life? What 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 plans do you have, sir? Oh yes, uh, like um, in any other community, you know we we have suffered tragedies in the past. I hope we won't um, suffer them anymore. Uh, but uh, uh, the truth is that each one of us will have their time because nobody lives forever. So we were thinking that, at, you know, previous we have been very reactive. I think we had one year when we had like three or four funerals in the same year. And when you hit like that, uh, despite that being uh, very tragic on the community, uh, there's also an added burden of uh, if the deceased had no life insurance, then you have to raise for funds for, so that you have a decent burial or transport the remains to Zambia. So that can take a toll. So we decided that I think we need to start being proactive instead of just being reactive. So we thought that I think it would be good for us to have uh, life insurance. And this is something that this discussion began even before this executive. Uh, it was discussed and plans were made. So from what has happened in the past, we've used it as building blocks to see how best we can approach it. And uh, we are almost uh, at, uh, uh, at the phase where we... They are getting the, the group life insurance. So we're in discussion with uh, the cultural group benefits. Uh, they are, they, they are, they are, they, the insurer is Hartford Insurance, but the people mm-hmm. who manage the policy, who wrote the policy, it's a group cultural benefit. So we're in discussion with them, and uh, we are targeting that by 1st July, the policy will come into effect. So we're encouraging people in the community to to get on board, be part of that group life insurance. And um, even those that have it at work, we're encouraging uh, people to to have something that is off work because if you are in between jobs, you leave one job, you're about to start another one, and something happens in that space, then you have no insurance. And so we are trying to uh, get uh, us pre- prepare for uh, circumstances like that and encourage everybody and uh, to get on board and encourage their families and friends to uh, be part of this uh, group uh, group group insurance yeah okay yeah, that's um, good that's yeah. good cuz yes we it certainly takes a toll on most of us in leadership when we are faced with these funerals because of course nobody plans for a funeral it's just something that happens, and it's always, always good to have a plan of action in play. Was there anything that the Secretary General wanted to add on to what the President has said? Mr. Abalia. Yes, 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 please. I would like to add something, yes. Uh, uh, like my uh, my President said about, uh, we, about how people always concentrate on having the uh, uh, what insurance uh, from the company? I think we are encouraging people to also, if you can afford uh, to have the one for the company, well and good. But just as a backup, we encourage everybody uh, to have a, a separate one, which is not attached to the comp- to the company. The reason being that, uh, with my experience uh, in the in leadership for uh, over ten years, what I experienced, what happens most the cases that we have is, you know, unless you die of a certain death, sudden death accident or something. Otherwise, most of the people that we have uh, had issues with, that people have been sick like for more than two years. And practically, uh, when somebody gets sick for two years, uh, that is what it is. Most of the time, they lose a job. In the process, they lose the insurance. And if they are married, if they're lucky they're married, the ones can pick it up only for, for a period of time because it becomes expensive. And when you have this uh, cancer and other diseases, the insurance shoots very high. Uh, making it impossible for anybody to pay. So in one case, which we, which, which we are putting in the place, and that's also uh, makes them uh, more motivated to join the, you know, the, the association because we, when you pay that money, you know, ten dollars every month or whatever, we can even, you know, at one time, if uh, we sit together, we can even help, uh, you know, an individual in the process of, you know, premiums because it will be cheaper for us to pay his premium until 
you know, the day the person maybe recovers or or, or dies. It will be cheaper for us than, you know, uh, raising 15000 you know. So that's the logic we are looking at. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true because uh, it's always good to be in a uh, proactive, not necessarily every time to be caught up in this reactive phase. Because I think that's unfortunate. Like they always say, people don't plan to fail, but people fail to plan. So it's very, very important. Actually, I'm pleased with you guys there that you are taking the necessary steps to uh, encourage our people on the ground there to be part of at least some form of insurance, it being through the regular employment and also uh, outside. Because the, the good thing with having insurance outside work is that when you leave work, everything ends. Let's say you get fired or for some reason you are not able to continue. All those benefits that were attached to your employment, they sort of cease to exist. So it's always good to have plans like that, to have insurance outside work. And also the premiums are not very, very, uh, uh, I think it's not very expensive. So we can always afford because we have insurance for our vehicles. We have insurance for our renters policy. And it's always, always important. You, you may live in a house for 20, 30, 40 years without ever claiming the uh, renter's insurance. You may have drive a car without ever uh, getting into an accident. But one thing which is different about your life is it is appointed at some point that you will die. So you are guaranteed that you will die. So it's always encourage, I mean, important for us to be uh, looking in, in these plans. I know it's not something based on our tradition and culture, uh, that we uh, we talk about. So at this point, we are uh, my colleague in the windy state, pres- the former president of the Illinois chapter, Mr. Uh, <clears throat> Blair Siajunza, is on the line. So we'll just see if maybe uh, our friend has a question or any input on life insurance. Mr. Siajunza. Yeah, good, good afternoon, uh, President Owen. Good afternoon, President uh, Charles Wembia in Florida. Uh, yeah, I was just listening in, trying to uh, give support uh, to this initiative because, uh, like we everybody has shared, insurance is really something that we need to focus on as Zambians because uh, of uh, the challenges that we've had in the past with the GoFundMe. So I appreciate the points that have been raised, especially uh, speaking to insurance in the United States is always tied to your job. Um, all the uh, health insurance, life insurance benefits mostly are tied to your job. So as we have seen with uh, some long-term illnesses, if you don't work, then those benefits kind of fall through. So a community-based insurance plan like we are talking about now is always a good plan to have. And I'm so grateful that um, uh, Madam Irene, the president of uh, the Chicago chapter, the Chicago Association, has been pushing this. And um, thank God that even in Florida it's catching up. And the plan with Zanus has always been that um, once we get all the associations on board, we should try and use those numbers to even bring the, the premiums lower because the, the, the premium is always based on the number of participants in, in, in the plan. So the more associations join, the more people subscribe to this um, Hartford uh, cultural insurance coverage, then the premiums may even get lower. So I, I encourage everybody, especially the leadership um, um, in Zanus, to keep working at this, and uh, hopefully one day we'll, we'll stop the GoFundMe uh, phenomena. So... I didn't have a specific question, but I just wanted to find out how, how it's doing in Florida, Charles, President Charles, what are the numbers looking like? Yeah, the, the numbers um, look good. Just when we announced it, we quickly got uh, the minimum number required. So we're just trying to get more people come on board. So people are interested. Um, but... Um, you know, looking at the, the 
population of Zambians in Florida. So um, we either have, because we do not have the exact counter who has insurance or who doesn't, we just know that during the survey, people mentioned that they weren't interested in um, life insurance. So we just think that, okay, somebody may need it out there. So we're just trying to uh, spread the word and the message out there. So the numbers look good. So we, 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 could have, we could have started the policy like two weeks ago, but we just wanted to give everybody a chance. Uh, as you know, we Zambians and just Africans in general, we, 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 we tend to take slower strides, either um, out of caution or just culture. You know, we, 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 we like approaching things a little slowly, especially something new. You know, so maybe that's what's happening. People, but people are com- are coming on board. Yeah. All right, that's great, great. So in our community here, in the by community, I mean the United States, we have one of our seniors, and this is a gentleman that I think most of us know. He's been everywhere. He's been championing life insurance. So for the folks in in Florida who are sort of in the planning phase. Uh, on this life insurance, we have Dr. Musanji, who is a, sort of a very strong advocate for life insurance. And it's somebody that you can tap in as a resource, and I'm sure he has one or two things just to add on this point. So, Dr. Musanji, if you can just chip in a little bit on the importance of life insurance and how people can uh, reach out to the services that are out there. Yeah, uh, thank you, uh, Vanoa, uh, and uh, thank you, uh, Blair, uh, Charles Wembia. Uh, all these people are leaders in the Zambian community, and we are trying our best to make sure that uh, we don't leave anybody uh, unattended to for many issues that happen every day. Uh, the first thing I want to say is that uh, as you all know, now we live in America. We are no longer in Zambia. Uh, you cannot buy car insurance after an accident. You cannot buy health insurance after you get sick. You cannot buy uh, life insurance after you have died or when you have gotten sick. All these things, you just have to buy uh, all these uh, insurances well in advance. Uh, those of you who know me, I speak just like any other Zambian. Uh, I can say that uh, uh, the white people are very smart uh, because when there's a death, they actually get rich. Uh, they, and the this is the way I'm trying to go myself. You know, that uh, one day when I die, my granddaughter can buy her first car using my, my life insurance. There should be enough money for her, for her to buy a new car, which right now I don't have the money to, to buy it. Yeah. So we try to encourage all Zambians in the diaspora to have life insurance. Because it is, it gives you a peace of mind. Uh, when you, somebody dies, and, and all of us are going to die, uh, either your family is either gr- grieving that, oh my God, uh, yeah, this my husband has died, or my wife has died, or my daughter has died. They are grieving, but they can don't push them under the pressure of grieving. Because they don't know where the money is going to come from, to even just to bury you, let alone the, to pay the expenses that it, uh, where you used to come from your your salary. Those are things. Let us let us all of us be very smart, and I'm sure I'm happy the way Zanusi is working to make this is a, like a policy. We need to reach out with the embassy that they should help us. Uh, to promote life insurance. Uh, these associations like the Florida Association and uh, uh, the Charles Wembia, 
uh, the one in uh, Chicago, which was under uh, Blair, you know, they have done very well. And the one in Indianapolis, they have done very well uh, to at least have some life insurance. Uh, I don't have a, a lot of liberty, but sometimes I, I take the liberty for, by myself. For example, recently we lost our, um, our chair lady here in Philadelphia, a very active uh, uh, member of uh, the Zambian community. And she was under this, uh, 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 what is this, Madison Life Insurance. Mm-hmm. You know, at least, at least, and I, I'm privileged because of my connections with all these things. I was, the, I, I was given information from the managing director uh, that the, the Madison Insurance paid $10,000. So at least we had somewhere to start uh, for her funeral expenses, if the ten thousand dollars came, who is going to give you ten thousand? We have had some of our our members getting cremated um, because you know it it costs something to bury somebody. Uh, the burials here they are expensive, uh, ten thousand dollars. You know, so we needed to avoid all those things. So let us encourage all associations to make sure that. The, each one should have life insurance. One day, we should do away with um, with uh, this GoFundMe. I used to pay them a lot of them. When I have money, uh, I, I I would like to pay them, but they are just money over hundreds and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, on the GoFundMe uh, uh, request. So I, even last week, I received another one. I just gave my an excuse because myself, I I. Uh, I, I'm sure a lot of you know, but some people don't know. I lost my brother-in-law in Zambia, and he was buried uh, on Wednesday this week. We had a memorial service for him on uh, on Friday. So as a result, those are the things that uh, I would like to pay for. Uh, uh, but uh, not this uh, common go GoFundMe for funerals. I can pay, pay a GoFundMe for uh a fire accident somewhere for somebody who is in need. But life insurance, it should be a must. Yeah, now uh, let me move away from uh, that and announce something that is um, very nice uh, for me today. Uh, the Philadelphia Zambians, as I announced, announced earlier, we lost our chair lady, uh, Susan Mohone, on uh, April 4, 2020. Uh, this is today is the 31st of uh, May. Uh, two months later, we already have uh, uh, a new executive. We have just voted in uh, by 99% vote a new president. Her name is um, I think if our Charles may know her. Uh, at least if I know, her, I think he knows her. I don't know about Blair and others. Uh, her name is uh, Stella Siachika Banda. You know, she's a very active uh, member of the, our community, and the people voted her to become our new president. We have a vice president who is Eric Chikonde. You, do, you may not know him, but he's a very active young man. And then we have uh, a secretary general, uh, Mila Chewe. Uh, that is the name of our new uh, Secretary General, and then we have uh, we have uh, uh, the Treasurer, uh, Mr. Ch- Mrs. Chipo Chiwe, and the two committee members, Mrs. Kabiliga and uh, Mrs. Montanje. Thank you very much. Right. No, thank you, thank you, sir, for for that update. And again. Uh, it's a, it's important for us to make sure that at least our we are making plans for the end. So for those who are just joining us, you are listening to Zanus Radio Show. Our guest is President Charles Wembia, joined by the Secretary General, Mr. Mwansa Walia. At this point, we are transitioning in, in our show, and we are going to open up the, the, the phone lines. So... Before we open up our phone lines, make sure that you mute your phone before 
you get on the on the line so that at least it helps to cut down with the background noise. So in the meantime, let's just enjoy this little piece and we'll get back in a little bit and we'll continue with our show. Are listening to Zanus radio show comes every Sunday at 2 p.m. and to this afternoon's guest is President Charles Wembia with the Secretary General Mr. Mwasabwalia. So I have a question for Mr. Mwasabwalia. Uh, can you speak a little bit about the membership? I know you guys said you there's a ten dollar monthly uh, membership. So can you speak in terms of how easy or how hard or what are the challenges? that you are having uh, with collecting membership or maybe what is the ease? Have you guys find the silver bullet to encourage people to pay membership? I mean, um, from uh, my experience and from everybody's experience as a leader, as you know that that challenge is uh, everywhere to convince people to, to pay towards their, their contributions. Uh, and now uh, we, we always have to sell it. So we are selling it. Uh, you know, in 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 a way that uh, we are encouraging them to pay, and then if you become part of it, and you know, you you, you ensure us also, you know, uh, is uh, it's like we are we are using a fit, you know. So somehow it's, it's it's not easy, but we even have uh, you know initiative that we put in like instead of paying 120, you pay 100 dollars one time pay, uh, payment. That's for the whole year. So there are people have been responsive, but now we. We will try first to start with the, the executive, lead by example. So, so that when we go there, it is always that you know, oh, uh, how, how should you, I pay when you know, one uh, one of you leaders hasn't paid? So that's a challenge. So, and we have always told them that you know, this is even you know, uh, mobilizing new members who are coming in. Uh, we can't. We we as leaders, you know, we, we're not everywhere, but we 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 put it as everybody's responsibility. As you're Zambian, you know, somebody has come in and uh, they need. Uh, to be known to the executive, you introduce a person, you add the person to the forum. And uh, so far we've been successful in that, but we're still struggling with, uh, with uh, you know, convincing people, people paying up their, their dues. But uh, we, we're hoping this year, it's another year, and, uh, you know, with uh, stimulus checks coming in, we're hoping we, 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 we take advantage of that. Thank you. Okay, all right, all right. Thank you, sir. Yeah, because I know membership membership dues are a challenge for all of us. So I think it's always good, at least when we have something that can uh, encourage or incentivize uh, coming up with just some programs uh, to see how uh, I know our people sometimes it's just a, a little bit challenging to uh, collect these fees, I mean, these funds. So now we have a question from one of our listeners. 
and this is my secretary uh, general here in the uh, in the Hoosier State, and this is uh, Madam uh-huh. Nancy. So, Nancy, go ahead with your question. Hello, hello, hello. Good uh, afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Nancy Lele, the secretary for the Indiana State. How is everybody doing? Oh, so, I'm uh, sure. It's been very, very interesting listening to you guys from last week and this week. I've learned so much. I'm one of those Zambians that actually stayed away from the community for a while until two years ago when I was appointed to become the secretary for this state here. And it's been quite um, a very interesting journey trying to get back to the community and giving back to the community. Um, one of the questions that I have for you, I know I had the question earlier on, but um, my president asked you about the membership, and um, that's one of the challenges we have here in Indiana, trying to make people pay their membership. We pay like $100 um, annually. But uh, one of the questions that I have for you right now is, um, when it comes to fundraising ventures, what ventures have you done so far in trying to fundraise? I know one of you did mention that you have about 400 to 600 members there in the state of uh, Florida. So uh, what are some of the fundraising ventures you have or some of the empowerment community projects that you've embarked on? Thank you. Now, thank, thank you so much, uh, uh, Madam Nasir, and uh, thanks for your kind words. Yes. So, in 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 terms of um, uh, fundraising, other than um, trying to, and I must mention that the first year, even getting to the second year, we did not talk much about uh, membership because we we were trying to do some things so that we can start with. Um, showing the value that an association adds to the community. So we had events, uh, we reacted to emergencies, and we had um, some, 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 some meetings that we called for you know, some money to be put in and brought people together and engaged with other African communities and all that. But um, we also had one of the events we had uh, uh, a fundraiser. I think we had a park event, and then we had a night event. So we we were tempted some of those. Um, for the most part, they were not yielding as much as we would have hoped them to the money that we have hoped them to yield. So we tried those, but we're trying to um, change the fundraising focus. Um, a little bit. We can have events like that where you know, people come together, you know, Zambians come, like coming together to party, so we can raise money that way. But we're also trying to look at the, the potential strengths that we have and leverage that. Okay? For example, uh, like I mentioned, we, we all buy things from Amazon. And Amazon dishes out money all the time, so we can as well try to benefit from that. So we, we, we start, we, we're in the process of that agreement where we, I think most of it, it's our end. Amazon took us in where if somebody goes to, when they are buying something on Amazon and they click Zifa as the beneficiary, then Amazon would donate a few cents to our organization. It's, done, it's not going to change, change the cost of what that person is buying on Amazon. It will be the same price. But once they just elect our organization, then Amazon sends a few cents for that purchase. They make another purchase, the same thing. So considering that we buy a lot of things from Amazon, we can raise a lot of money for the organization that way. That's one, that's one way. Two, um, when we have the, the events, we're trying to engage writing to uh, – local businesses and companies, even uh, retail stores. A lot of these retail stores get rid a lot of, um, they may have stuff that's going to expire in a week and you, you, you have an event in two days. So before they start taking it off, off the shelf, they can donate that to you, you use it for an event, it's still good. They could have been selling it on the shelf. So we can do that and also writing to uh, businesses that we have a direct link with, like um, 
you know, MoneyGram, Western Union. We give them a lot of business because we're always sending money for our remit. So uh, how about we get them in some a form of, um, you, know, you know, help them engage with corporate social responsibility and work with us and fund some of our initiatives. So we're trying to uh, think outside the box, but we'll mm-hmm. continue with the traditional ways of raising money. We'll try to put up some events, but we, we you know, we are, we are trying to devise strategies that are, uh, will, will be or bring good funding to the organization uh, without putting a strain on our, our members very much. And uh, the, the Secretary General can just, you know, um, add some of the, uh, had, uh, add his inputs too, because um, him and his vice also um, are very instrumental in planning events and getting people on board. Okay, uh, thank you so much, President Charles Wendia, for your elaborate uh, explanation on how you guys are fundraising. Uh, we just want to thank you for the wonderful job you are doing right there in the greater state, sunshine state of Florida, and continue doing the wonderful job. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, uh, thank you. I just, uh, I'd just like to add something uh, on. Uh, uh, on my presence, uh, you know. Yes, go ahead. Yes, sir. Yes, 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 yes. Because I understand she asked about, you know, what, what achievements have we done and what, you know, as far as fundraising. I would like to point out one thing that, uh, as we know, the only time that we come to fundraising with somebody in trouble or, or, or just death, most of the time we have, death, you know, because of death. But I would like to mention that we also uh, do fundraising where people uh, have issues with uh, immigration. And I have one uh, mm-hmm. case that I, uh, I spearheaded where you know, the uh, executive back in the day, we also, you know, helped a lady who was with a small baby was almost uh, deported. So we had to come uh, mm-hmm. in act very fast. And then uh, we, we had to, uh, to borrow the lady some fund money, about $500, because I think the, the lawyer wanted about two, what, $2,000, $1,500, I can't remember. So I spearheaded a, a campaign where I went door to door to people to get, uh, you know, a contribution from, you know, the community, which I raised uh, 1200 to go to the lady in a very short period of time. That uh, lady is still here, and uh, the case is still in uh, with pressure court. So these are the things we do. We do. We have another case which is going on. You know, we are trying to, to help our, our brother. So we're still, you know, encouraging people to help. You know, you know, not only using the association. So that's that's why you know, we try to encourage people to belong to the chapter because it's, it makes it very hard for us if uh, the person is, is not part of the community, like we said, people who say, I don't want to deal with them. So we only see them when they are problems. And then we have had, we, now it's very hard for us as an executive to go and sell the idea to the community because they will ask us, who is this person? Or how come we don't know the person? Or where was he all this time? Those are questions that we have all the time. So we encourage people that because we never know. We never uh, apply for problems. They just happen. So we as community, we have been responsible enough to go so to the chapter so that we need help. You know, people will look at you as one person. It's not a sin when they function. It's not a sin when children. They will, they will to be easy for them to, you know, to open up their eyes and help. That's, uh, that's what I wanted to do. All right. Uh, thank you so much, the Secretary General. Just listening to the projects that you guys are doing there, I think uh, it's really, really good because I know our immigration is one of the issues that is really, really affecting people in the diaspora. And I'm glad that you were able to help a lady who had a child. So that's really, really encouraging. And um, as you mentioned earlier on, that people should not just uh, come to the community when they have problems or when there's a funeral. They should be uh, actively involved in the community affairs. Uh, Like what you mentioned, that when somebody just comes out of the blues with a problem, it's hard to ask the community for money because they don't know where this person is coming from, where she should be in all this time. So it's very, very important, actually. I'm very, very encouraged to hear of what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. And thank you so much, President Noah, for what you are doing in our community yeah, okay. and in the, in the U.S. Thanks. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So you are listening to Zanus radio show. This is a show that comes every Sunday at 2 p.m. 
And this is an initiative by the association presidents. What we are trying to achieve is to zoom in on these local associations, trying to encourage membership and just to engage the community to be belong and to be part of the, these associations because just like you have heard, you don't want just people to reach out when they have a problem. We want to make sure that at least we are being proactive. So we have President uh, Bella Siangonia, who is the leader for the association in Georgia. I don't know if uh, you have a question, uh, Mr. Siangonia. Hi, Mr. No. Uh, my apologies to during the unfortunately. I don't have any questions at the moment, but definitely yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to our friends in the South of the great work that you guys are doing. It's very admirable. But at the moment, yeah, I don't have any questions. But if I have something, I'll chime in towards uh, the end of the program. Oh, great, great, great. All right, thank you, sir. So I've seen that uh, Kalaba has joined the line. So uh, Kalaba, I'm sure, is part of the... Uh, executive team there in Florida. Uh, can you just introduce yourself, Kalaba, and also uh, give us a little bit about yourself and your role in the association? Thank you. Hello. Actually, my name is Safi, and um, I'm in Florida right now, but I'm not part of the organization that's in Florida. I'm just I'm – I'm, I'm a student, and I go to school, and I work, but my parents are part of the community. But um, I'm not part of the executive board, but I'm trying to have create a platform for Zambian youth to get together and to form our own organization. So I'm just trying to listen in and see how um, the bigger organizations work. But my main goal is to create a space for our Zambian youth to get together because most of the time, to me, I feel like there's there's communities, but we don't have representation with our age range. And by youth, I mean even from 16 to like 20, 30, we don't have we don't have a space to for ourselves. If there's a Zambian event that's happening in my community, I will attend only because my parents are attending. So I'm just trying to create a platform for Zambian youth per se. So I'm not an executive member yet, but that's that's what I'm here for. And I'll just come in here to listen in and see how. <laughs> you know, the, the organization is moving. All right, great, great, great uh, uh, to to hear that at least the, the younger or the next generation is listening because some of us are getting old. So at least it's very encouraging mm-hmm. having uh, other people listen so that at least we could pass the torch. So you don't want to miss uh, Charles Wembia to be the next Mugabe or somebody who stays there <laughs> forever. So we want the younger right. people, even myself here, we look forward for actually getting encouraged listening to especially uh, the next generation to take over. So yes. anyone with a question, make sure you unmute your phone. So I've unmuted <clears throat> all the mics. So make sure if you don't have anything to say, please mute your line so that at least we cut out on the background noise. So all the lines are unmuted. So if you have a question, please just tune in. So um, this is Nasrell again, the secretary for the Zambians living in uh, Indiana. So uh, with the civil unrest going on in the country right now and the killing and um, having watched the killing of the black man by the increased police brutality, so uh, does anyone of you have anything to say about what is going on right now and what are you doing to educate people in your communities about the increasing police brutality of our black people. Thank you. President Wembia. Thank you so much, Madam. So um, we, 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 we are not uh, doing something directly targeting what has happened with Floyd, but um, uh, what uh, what we have done in the past is that we have consistently shared educative information on, uh, you know, like if the state laws change, we immediately inform each other that there is this law and this is how it's going to impact us. And if we have any input, let's say, for our kids or for all of us, brothers and sisters or parents, 
you know, we we have those discussions, uh, on, you know, roundtable discussions on this is how we can engage, this is how we react, this is our input. So as right now, we just have a lot of individuals um, circulating petitions. I think before the officer was charged, uh, a lot of uh, members of the community were signing the petition so that it could be charged. And uh, a lot of them are also, you know, getting updates and we're trying to see how everything that's happening relates to us. So uh, generally, we are interested and uh, participate in, uh, in in those issues, but we don't just uh, as an organization um, uh, uh, like take a stance or make statements or, or organize community protests as an organization. But our individ- but individually, our members are doing a lot. What we do as an organization is share information on safety practices, on interactions with the police, or if this happens uh, with ICE, what do you do? Or, you know, things like just to be proactive to prepare people that we have issues in this country, issues in every community, and uh, uh, there, uh, there is need that we, we embark on the best practices so that we don't fall victims. A lot of those are unavoidable, but you know, try to do the best we can so that we don't find ourselves in, in those situations. But there's only so much you can do. Sometimes we, there are things we have no control over, but um, we, we're trying to do what, what we can on our part and uh, just encourage everybody to take part in what we need to take part in. If it is a local election, take part in that and encourage other people to take part. If there are county meetings, those commissioner meetings, go there and hear what they're saying and uh, uh, give your concerns to those people because if uh, the police in the local area are doing certain things, if you don't complain, it, it will just get worse. So you get to those meetings and air your concerns. Uh, that's what some people do, and uh, they, they, you know, they, they, they get fruits from that. So we we try to encourage that. So on an individual level, we we try to just share tidbits. This is what I do in this situation. Uh, a lot of us have uh, experienced um, some things that have looked very uh, suspect with engagements with the police. You know, one you know one one day. The police showed up on my door and when, I, when I went mm-hmm. out, they, say, they said, um, well, they had with a gentleman from a pizza shop. Say, so, well, there are two black people who gave him a fake $20 note. So I said, so Ooh. what made you come to my house? Yeah. You know? So he said, so the fact that there is a black family somewhere and there is a complaint regarding a black person. You shouldn't be targeting my house for that. What if this guy makes a mistake and says, I look like those guys, and then what? You're going to arrest me for something that I have no idea yeah. about? Yeah, the guy said, well, I wasn't the one, but the fact that they came to our house because they know that black people live here is just a thing. Of, so what I did the following day, um, we reported to the county and all that. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, oh, so we are just remaining vigilant, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. um, no, thank that's... you so much, President Wembia, for that. I'm so sorry to hear about you being targeted, because I know you live in a, um, in a white uh, neighborhood. Um, I'm so sorry, and uh, I'm sure that I'm glad that you took the right step in reporting. Somebody could have overreacted for that. Over to you, President Noah. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Madam Secretary. So we are sort of in the home stretch. So if you have a question, please unmute your phone. And if you don't have a question, please mute your phone. It will help with the background noise. Uh, so the next question I have, I think it's for, we know most of our associations, there is this reluctancy to, com- to respond to things that are posted on the forum. I think this is something that I've seen even in our state here. So 
how are you guys encouraging people to respond to uh, posts that are posted on, for instance, local WhatsApp? Because I've noticed there is a tendency in our people to respond to funeral announcements. When somebody posts something about there's a funeral, you'll find that in a few seconds, people respond. When you look at somebody talking about there's a graduation, there's a birthday, there's a wedding, people don't respond. So how, what, what can you say in terms of that, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Walia, Mwansa? Yes, please. Thank you. Thank you again. Uh, what what we encourage, like in terms not only uh, when we have functions, because since we we uh, Zifa is a uh, we cater for Florida, so we we make sure that in every region, like North, West, South, we have a representative who who represents us from the executive. So uh, what we encourage is to make what they call subcommittees. The subcommittees that uh, you know in the certain area where it's affected, they can make a subcommittee and then report to executive and then. We, we 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 put in a general uh, uh, council, so we normally it works that uh, better that way because, uh, as you know, there's a tendency of every time you post something in the in the general forum, somebody posts some, a joke or uh, those string messages just to the youth. So we try to encourage people that we are we are grown-ups, not to you know let's let's leave that forum for only you know uh, community business only, which is, which is open the community. But still, uh, we have people who do that every time. So it's very hard to control that, but we encourage to make what they call subcommittees, which will help in that position. So there's a kitchen party, there's a subcommittee, you know, where, you know, if it's ladies or men who are, you know, trying to fundraise some money and then they pledge, you know, food and everything, how to help that function be a success. This works very well. Thank you. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So we are sort of in the home stretch now. So President Charles Wembia, what are your final, like in a minute or less, what are your final thoughts uh, to your community, especially to those who are not part of the show? How do you engage them? What is the final word? I think I just would like to en- encourage everybody to engage in local associations. I think if we work together, there is a power in numbers. Uh, we can push a lot of initiatives together. We can solve problems much quicker. Uh, two heads are better than one. Uh, so I just encourage everybody to participate and uh, bring forth initiatives. And um, leadership is not just for those in the executive community. Uh, leadership is about the impact that we, made, we make in the community. It can be information that you, you provide your friends with. It can be a tip for home ownership. It could be a tip for entrepreneurship that you give to one person or two. That's taking leadership because you're trying to make an impact, one person or two or more. So we can all help one another that way and embrace the spirit of oneness and come together. And anything that comes um, in the community that is positive, the association will support it and everybody else. So I just encourage everybody to... Uh, stay closely together, share what is good, and, um, you know, bring any initiative that's going to help the community, then we can work together towards that. Okay, all right. Th- thank you, sir, for that. And the Secretary General, any final thoughts to those listening? Yes, please. Uh, thank you very much again. Uh, first, I'd like to thank you for giving us another opportunity to, to come and uh, share our vision and as well as uh, uh, our plans for, for this year as a, as a collective and as a community. And uh, um, one thing that I, I would like to emphasize on uh, with my, uh, by all the, you know, fellow Zambians in America, that we only, we can achieve our goals by working together as one. So let's, let's uh, uh, leave out personal uh, issues or whatever differences, but this just for the sake of our, our kids, so that we can build a you know a platform that uh, a, a foundation that we can come and pick up and say, well, this is what the, our forefathers did that they you know so that protect our culture and values. Let's, let's make sure that our, our kids grow up you know you know in Africa way, you know as well as uh, you know. 
just try to oh, okay. say, you know, what's oh, going on now, what's oh, going okay. on now, and let's just try to pay that. So let's, oh, okay. let's, let's work together. Oh, okay. That's one thing I can say. Right. Thank thank you, sir. This has been another part two segment talking to the leadership in the the Sunshine State. So hopefully you blend one or two things that is happening to our people in the in state of Florida. Join us next week for yet another exciting hour on Zanus Radio Show. For now, it's good 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 afternoon and enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Thank you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.